Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. With me as always is Lili Yeah, How you doing? Mama 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 I'm doing great. And cool. we also have Brian, after his month of blues, we got him right on, on for an episode that Lee wanted to do. Brian yeah, Davis um, um, from that... Because from... Lee just wanted him to do it. So thank you. Mark Lee wanted him to do it. Davis. Uh, <laughs> Brian Davis from uh, Damn Good Movie Memories and that metal station, The Bad Beat on on Wednesday nights. Uh, thank you right for on. coming back on, Brian. Oh, thanks for having me. This was fun because I've never actually been on a podcast where I've never heard the album uh, prior to talking about it. So this was this was kind of a treat. Yeah. That's and, Lee's thing. And, yeah. and, 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 and and I'm very happy because I've, I've asked that about other people too. And this is the first of the actual getting to that. Mm-hmm. So so I have to give you thumbs up, man, for 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 being a cool sport and doing this. Taking the challenge. Right on, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the band we're doing is called uh, Banshee. The album is uh, Thinking. This is their second album. Yeah. Uh, and this was released in 1971, and it's rock, harp, rock, and psychedelic rock. Um, yeah. And if you want to buy this album, it's $216 in the marketplace. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's... there's ways of getting it um otherwise well I you could also or... you could also listen to it on uh spotify and uh, amazon music or wherever you get your streaming yeah you give the get the band a little coin by streaming it since you can't buy their yeah. album yeah and, uh, this band is uh you said some members have passed away from this band yeah yeah the lead guitarist the guitarist yes. so um, let's his name was, I think, John Alonghi. I'm not sure if that's his name, but close to it. Lee guitarist, bass guitar, do, do, do. Uh, Peter Anthony Alonghi. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah. So let's get into this album, shall we? Um, well, Brian, you just heard it now, so there's mm-hmm. no asking you how you got into this album. <laughs> <laughs> I got into it two weeks ago because of Lee. <laughs> Yeah, right on. So we get into the first track, John Doe. What'd you think about this one, Brian? Yeah, this is a great way to start the uh, the song with the intro guitar riff. And uh, at, at first, the vocals were kind of thin uh, on this track, but they became fuller as the song went along. And the guitar licks are terrific. They're definitely the highlight of the song for me. Uh, there's a lot going on here, especially for a lead track. There's a uh, different rhythm guitar sounds and, and percussion. Uh, with the addition of either congos or, or bongos, which is great on on the headphones, and then the outro guitar solo, the back and forth between the channels, it's really well done. I, I definitely hear a Grand Funk Railroad vibe on on this one, and uh, that's a good thing for me. I love Grand Funk, and so I, I think it's a good first song. What'd you think about it, Lee? Oh yeah, well it's a really cool psychedelic song to start off the album, and some of the melody and guitar reminds me a little bit of Jefferson Airplane. It's hip stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, my. This isn't bad and it rocks. It's of the time, but this is good of the time. Right this on. Good song to get me into this band. Now, let's see if they keep it going up going forward. I love the guitar <laughs> sound so, as much as the rhythm. <laughs> it's freaking so much rhythm. Like you said, Grand Funk. Uh, this is a great song, man. I, and I know I say rhythm a lot, but... When a song, That's I, I like a song that has four things in it: rhythm, groove, lyrics, great harmonies. This song has like it all and too. kicks ass, and it has a kick-ass solo. <laughs> right on. And then we get to the next song, Willa, Willia, Willia, Willia. Yeah. What do you think about this one, Brian? Yeah, the first impression I heard uh, listening to it was early Santana, uh, but then the vocals came in and kind of ruined the song a bit for me. Uh, I do like huh. the music itself. And I, I do like the Santana vibe throughout the song, but I'm just really not a fan of the vocals on this one. And it's not that the singer's voice is unpleasant. 
it just seemed a little weak to my ears, at least for this particular track. I think this could have been really good, uh, but the vocals just kind of ruined it for me. I think it would have been better off as, as an instrumental. What did okay. you think about it, Lee? This is almost like if Ted Nugent and Stephen Stills had an early band mm. <laughs> and this song was one of theirs, I dig it. It has a slight Latino feel in the drums, yeah, and it cooks. <laughs> well, I agree with Brian on the vocals, but this has a killer rhythm groove to it. The guitar makes this song for me. The vocals are eh, yeah, but I, okay. I love the music, and that's what makes it a good song. So yeah, right on. Yeah, and I do like the Santana vibe because I love you know the first Santana album is still one of my favorites. And then we I get... used to listen to that a lot. Yeah, good stuff. And then we get to the next song, which is a three uh, three fourths song. Yeah, three fourths. Yeah, three fourths song, which Lee picked. So here's three fourths song by Banshee on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> That was three-fourths song. Why'd you pick this song, Lee? This is really great. Totally different. And, um... Uh, um... Unique. Unique. <laughs> um, um, I, I thought, I thought with, with, my, with my writing, it looked like I said totally different and untrue. And I thought, no, I wouldn't say untrue. It's totally different and unique. It's a great psychedelic progressive rock um song one of the best songs on this album 
What did you think about it, Brian? I definitely dug the uh, funky vibe here. Uh, much better vocals. And I think because there's some backup, or at least there's there's some layered vocals on this track, uh, for me, when the vocals are layered and harmonized and less monotone, uh, you then get kind of get a Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe, and, and which is interesting okay. to me. Because when you combine that with the grand funk guitar tones, I think it's awesome. So the, the tempo changes are, are interesting, and uh, there's a lot going on in a fairly short song. It's a little over three minutes. Uh, much better song than Will Ya and, and gets me back into the groove of the album. Oh, cool. That's yeah. funny how you say Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I said this reminds me of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh, there you go. Uh, I love the cool. guitar, the vocal harmonies. This is another uh, good song on first listen. I like it. We'll listen to this band more. It's this really good, so I could get deeper opinions on this. But this is the first time I heard it, and <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. some of the songs might I I like the song so far. A really good pick, uh, Lee. And right on, get, right on. So far, and then we get to the next oh, song. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to give you a, a total biscuit on this one. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a dog. We don't gonna give you our whole foot. Leave, leave, leave a little bit of the ankle for when he needs to walk. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the title track to Inside One, Thinking. What'd you think about this one, Brian? Yeah, and I listened to the, the album uh, fully twice, so at least I got a, a good vibe on it. Um, this one, Thinking, had the biggest Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe to my ears. Again, the best part about this van, at least on the album, uh, for me, is the guitar work and the percussion which, I, again, you can kind of compare it to Santana for the percussion. I could imagine this band, uh, they would really extend these songs live. I think they kind of hold back a bit uh, when they're jamming on the album, and that's probably just due to the album time constraints. Uh, the ending of Thinking is definitely a barn burner. But then there's this weird abrupt cut, at least on Spotify, which it's weird, and, uh, and then it kind of kills the vibe for me. But uh, up until then, it, it, was, it was pretty cool. What did you think about it, Lee? This was filler for me. It sounded like any pop psych band during a moment when they're trying for a garage sound and they succeed, but I've heard better. Yeah, it's a cool little groove here. And then the solo rips. Loving this album so far. And the end, man, I love the the drum rhythm. is amazing. And the, and the drum solo. My, this... Uh, uh, is that what you're talking about, Brian? A little drum solo at the end of the song? Yeah, it, there was like an abrupt cut, maybe with about a minute to go. It just, it totally changes. It almost sounded like they weren't performing live at all, which I'm sure that's the case, but um, it just sounded like, you know, there was a razor cut in the tape or something like that, and it wasn't seamless. <laughs> so yeah. that, that was just my ears, but, you know, uh, that's just me. I thought the drum it's, solo... It's possibly, it's possibly that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I like the end with the drum solo. Maybe it didn't cut off. I listened to it on Amazon Music, so maybe it's okay. different. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we oh. get to the side one, side two, Searcher's Life, which you picked, Brian. Yep. So here's Searcher's Life on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I got it.
That was Banshee Searcher's Life. Uh, why'd you pick this track, Brian? Oh, total grand funk on this one. It totally hooks me right from the beginning. I absolutely love it. It's by far my favorite on the album because uh, the music ticks. Uh, the music itself ticks all the boxes that I love, and the and the vocals sound great. And I want more stuff like this on the album. And I think the song could have definitely gone on longer because it's just barely over three minutes. This is a, this is a really a good song. Yeah, this is a. What do you think about it, Lee? Yeah, well, this is really cool. I like the bouncy beat and the fun melody. It's disguised as pop, but it's heavy groove rock. Two thumbs up. Yeah, you're talking about Grand Funk. You're talking about groove rock. This reminded me a lot of Steely Dan. Uh, there you go. This oh, is a cool. killer freaking song on the guitar fucking smokes. <laughs> this guitar player, he's the one who died. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Fuck, he's he rules. Philip he's all over. He down. reminds me like he keeps saying Santana. He reminds me of Neil Sean. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I've been listening to a lot of Journey freaking live albums like, like Captured and mm -hmm. Live in Houston '81. Oh my God, that band was so good live back then. Yeah. And it's just the way yeah. people get on Journey for their love songs and shit, but they never they hear them live. They stretch those songs out. Like a freaking jam band, like Grateful Dead or something. I was into um, Journey's first three albums. Yeah, Greg Rowley. Yeah, you know, and 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 I I mean, now if I hear Infinity, I I actually really really like it. But back in the day, I had a prejudice because um, because there there were people who were like, oh, Journey's being commercial. But there were people who liked it, and I, I will say I I do like I like Separate Ways by Journey. I think that's a fantastic song, mm -hmm. and that's during one of their most commercial periods. So, um, you know, and Steve Smith, the drummer, his stuff with the group Vital Information is so unlike Journey, you can't even believe it. Yeah. And it's wonderful. So... They're still good. It's just that I guess it depends upon the situation. I think you need to go back and re-listen to Capture Greg Rowley's uh, swan song with the band. Fucking yeah. One of the um, best live yeah. albums. I didn't know how good it was till I started listening to it on vinyl Journey last captured, week. Journey yeah. Captured Live? Yeah, Captured Live is so good, dude. Okay, I've never heard anything dude, from they it. Stretch, so have, they stretch out a lot of those no songs, dude. I have no opinion whatsoever. I'll, I'll, I will do that for you. They <laughs> stretch out those songs, and Greg Rowley sounds amazing. Neil Sean is just ripping it up. Wa Va Ross Valroy Va or whatever, how do you say his name, is just kicking it on bass. Steve Smith, I will Steve listen Smith to drumming is amazing. You. So good. And even uh, I was listening, to, I just bought it on CD. It was on Amazon for five bucks. Journey Live 81 in Houston. Huh. And I got the uh, the instant download from Amazon for buying the CD. So that's freaking awesome. <laughs> I was listening yeah. to that too. So I, I could do without the piano solo by, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jonathan Cain. Yeah, yeah, I could do without that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am not a fan of him. I love him in the babies, though, more than Jordan. I did not. All right. And Searcher's Life, this is, um, like I said, Steely Dan. And then we get to the next track, which is Iceberg. What do you think about Iceberg, Brian? This one's interesting. On the surface, I normally dig melodic songs like this, but for whatever reason, uh, Iceberg just didn't click as a whole for me. But again, the guitar work is terrific, but I kind of expected the song to be more powerful or go in a different direction. Uh, the guitar solo almost saves it for me, but not quite. I think if like the Uli John Roth Scorpions uh, had done this song, a song like this, it would have been much, much better. Ooh. What do you think about it, Lee? This didn't do much for me until the guitar solo, which is great. And then I liked the song. So I, I, I can hear what Brian said. I might be a little bit more forgiving on it than him, but mm. I would say basically I, I can... I, I, I know what he's saying. Mm -hmm. and, 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 I, and I'm pretty much 
maybe a, a, a little bit more for it than him, but but I, I yeah, yeah, I, I kind of agree. This sounds again to me like uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. The, huh. harmon the harmonies are cool, but the guitar, like you guys said, I agree with you guys, the guitar saves the song. Sounds like Neil Sean again. Right on. <laughs> so good. I like this. I, I could just... I could just listen to the isolated guitar parts in this whole album and be happy. <laughs> this guy just rules. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and, he, and the guitars are always up in the mix, at least when he's soloing, which is oh kind of cool. Oh my god, I didn't expect Lee to give me a ripping guitar album. I know. It was I like I was listening. I was waiting for a hippy dippy shit. Uh, you'll get it. I know <laughs> I will. <laughs> but thank you for this album, Lee. I appreciate yeah, it. Well, yeah, right on. <laughs> And then we get to the next song, Children of the Universe. What did you think about this one, Brian? Uh, this had a real chance of being really good. Uh, the intro guitar licks are cool, uh, but the the vocals that kind of sound like the monks chanting, they just don't do it for me. And this would have worked with, I think, Clutch attempting to kind of revitalize the song to, to kind of sound like Clutch. It's my least favorite song on the album, and it kind of follows the whole Max Norman theory of producing albums by putting the weakest tracks uh, on, on an album as the second to last song because yeah. uh, for me this song just gets worse and worse as it goes along and I and as I when I was listening to this I'm like I really hope the last song is good because it's the longest song coming up but if it sounds like Children of the Universe it's going to be a major bummer for an album that I pretty much liked <laughs> up until this point so oh, wow. yeah I did not like Children of the Universe what did you think about it Lee? it's an interesting psychedelic song but it is somewhat filler. I might or might not skip it, depending on my mood. And and that's the thing. Um, even though I picked this album, it doesn't... I, I pick albums depending upon what I think needs to be reviewed. It doesn't mean that I will love every single song. So you might be saying something about a song that I will agree with, <laughs> you, you know, hmm. depending upon whether you like it or not. And, 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 and so maybe I like this song a little bit more than you, but I would say we kind of agree. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you guys agreeing because I think the vocals where they go, uh, I don't like where we are going parts are crap. The vocals suck, and then all of a sudden the vocals come in good. Uh, the music is good, and the guitar is killing it, but I don't care for the weird vocals. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of ruins the song for me. It's like mm -hmm. a hippy dippy song for me on there, the, yeah. the chanting like the monks. Yeah. And then yeah. we get to the last song, and you guys said it was the longest song on the album, and I didn't even notice that. But I picked oh. this. I picked 38. <laughs> that's, that's really, really... Um... I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not either for or against it. I'm just giving you a thumbs up for picking something. <laughs> All right. So here's 38 by Banshee on the Freeform Rock Podcast. There have been 37. This is for you, 38.
Okay, that was 38. What do you think about that song, Brian? Yeah, it's like over eight minutes long, but there's a great groovy beginning to the song, and I really dig it. But then the vocals come in, and initially they're kind of buried in the mix, which is it was actually unfortunate because, I don't know, maybe they were tired after the other 37 takes. I don't know. But <laughs> if they had fine-tuned the mix for the vocals, I think this could have been a real standout track. But that being said, it, it's not enough to completely ruin the song for me because it, it's a really good song. And I'm glad they ended the album on a high note because the, the harmonies in the middle part of the song, they really accentuate that that Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe I've been noticing throughout the album. And and this is the best example where I think they pulled off that vibe. Uh, plus, it's almost like two songs combined. And I like how they kind of have a, a reprise back in, you know, with almost like three minutes left. And uh, this is definitely a track that, that bears repeat listening. Yeah, what did you think about it, Lee? I think that the song's beginning is pretty damn good, and so was the last part. The middle part was a bit slow, and I wasn't so into it. So it was half of a good song. Yeah, this is my favorite song on the album. The guitarist right just like the, is my favorite part of this band. Oh, I agree uh, with that. I'm so sad that he died. <laughs> I'm like, Man, I yeah. wonder what this guy's done after this band. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy is like fucking killer. I wonder if anybody, any of the guitarists I like, like him. Because um, he wrote a couple of the songs on the album. The rhythm guitarist Joey DeJesus wrote six of the songs, and Peter Alonghi wrote um, uh, two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is like killer freaking song and i didn't even notice it was eight minutes long it just flowed so good for me uh i, I i'm a rush fan so i and a yes fan so i like long songs i like progressive and dream theater where you're like uh oh man i'm just in the beginning of the song but it's still 10 minutes <laughs> it's still 10 minutes into the yeah. song it's still the, the opening <laughs> intro to it yeah i love long songs i i love freaking the doors the end you know, I like long, drawn-out songs for some reason. I've always been drawn to them. That's probably why I like this song along, plus the guitarist, man. This is an epic song to end a really good album. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, thank you, Lee. Mm -hmm, no problem. Yeah, Lee always gives me some good ones, and then he gives me some... He barely gives me some bad ones. <laughs> but he, mm -hmm. he mostly gives me some good albums. Mm -hmm. Like well, I said, you get your stuff that no, that it deserves to at least be listened to. I mean, whether or not you're going to go back to it, it's cool that you got to listen to it once and then yeah. it's up to the up well, to that person. Well, I added this to my uh, Amazon Music because I like cool. this album. So yeah, uh, this is a really good album, Lee. And freaking, it's hard rock mixed with psychedelic. It has a couple Thank vocal you. tracks I don't like that you pick a lot. Uh, yeah, but it's a really good album. And I'm sorry, well, this guitar player is dead. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man, it's like we lost Frank Marino, and I didn't even know we lost this guy. This guy's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then I uh, want to thank you again, Brian, for being on here, and we need you to pimp your uh, shows, uh, Brian. Sure, no, and thank you for having me on for, for this special episode. So, yeah, oh, uh, damn good movie memories for uh, the movie podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can hear it. And then uh, every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific, thatmetalstation.com, The Bad Beats, and you will see Mark and Samuel Wetz and Metal Mike Tyler and Jimmy Neff. It's a good little group, and we have a good time. But it really flies by. It does. By I'm the way, I've been trying to get the, Lee on there forever. Yeah, the, the, the guitarist wrote the song that I picked, Three-Fourth Life, I mean, Three-Fourth Song, and, the, and, and he also wrote the song that you picked brian um searcher's life yeah so stuff. the the other guy the other guy um joey to jesus wrote the other song i'm cool. just wondering if this guitar player influenced any of the guitar players i like because he's really good <laughs> That's yeah all i gotta yep. say man if you guys like guitaring check out this album it's on spotify mm -hmm. apple music and amazon music man you probably can't find it uh to buy but yeah. just check it out, man. That's a really good album. And then we get to our tracks of the week. And Brian, you picked Fog Out, Fog Hat. I don't know why I said Fog Out. <laughs> Fog Hat, Honey Hush. Yep. I need to listen to that band more because I do like everything I've heard by Fog Hat. Their and 70s then, stuff is great. Yeah. yeah. Everybody raves about that. I just, I, don't, I have so much music, it's hard to listen oh, to. Oh, I know. Them. I get it. 
I get it's it. Fucking hard, and then I hear stuff, and I go, "Why the fuck didn't I listen to this earlier?" <laughs> but if you like this, your hard rock podcast was was. Oh, I there. didn't they do full yeah. for the city? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I know this people. band. I like it. You know. Yeah. And then uh, Lee, you picked the Who, "Long Live Rock," which is a great song. Uh-huh. Yep. Fucking great concert I saw last year too at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, uh, Rick and Pete Townsend could still play. And then we get to uh, my my track of the week, which this album gave me a Crosby, Stills, and Nash Young vibe, so I picked Ohio. <laughs> and then our uh, Lee's track of the That's week. That's a good song. Yeah. And then Lee's track of the week is Fireplace. Just Fireplace. <laughs> All right. All right, man. So thank you again, Brian, for being on the show. And uh, Lee, you know what to do, man. You need to say goodbye. Bye bye. The fireplace. <laughs> bye, yeah, bye. light a fire and and have a fireplace for me. Bye bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs>
Just listen to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.